It's another edition of Your Sports Fix with the Sports Pulse. I'm Devin Ashby this week again, filling in for Dan this week. And um, just a lot of interesting things have gone on in the world of sports this week. I guess we could start it off for starters. It's NBA free agency is officially underway. And already we've seen a lot of movement, even in this weird calendar year that the NBA is finding itself in starting the season on December 22nd. So the draft was this past weekend and, or this past week. And, um, you know, a lot of, wasn't too many surprises at the top. I mean, Anthony Edwards went number one overall to the Timberwolves. I think a lot of draft boards, as the draft got closer, a lot of draft boards were starting to kind of trend in that direction anyway. So that wasn't really a surprise. You know, um, but LaMelo Ball going to the Hornets at the number three pick, that one was somewhat surprising to me. You know, the first two, like I said, Edwards going number one, James Wiseman number two to the Warriors, those weren't surprising. But LaMelo Ball number three was interesting to me because just for a lot of reasons, I didn't know, I'm not sure. Everybody thinks really highly of Melo Ball, you know, so he and he could be really good. But I'm, I was kind of surprised in the fact that I'm wondering, I think the Hornets really are looking badly for that superstar to kind of get them out of the current situation they've been in for a number of years. I think LaMelo could be that guy, me personally, but you just you always with any of the Ball brothers, you always got to worry about LeVar Ball like you know the media circus and the media attention that he brings you know with him in any kind of direction and then of course you know there was the infamous declaration on his part of the fact that he could take on Michael Jordan one-on-one and the Hornets just so happened to be owned at the current juncture by his heir and his Michael Jordan so that's going to be really funny I really wonder if because Jordan doesn't forget anything you know we've already seen the last dance like you know the first day of training camp I'd like to see a televised one-on-one match between LeVar and Mike like you know and now you got LaMelo commenting like we need that footage on ESPN I would love to see it It's, it's just it just would be funny like a real cool camp thing you know under normal circumstances so that was interesting you know Obi Toppin the, the national player of the year in the men's basketball out of Dayton. He was going number one to the Knicks. That was, or not number one, number eight to the Knicks. You know, you had, um, who else? There were some things. The Wizards at number nine, that was an interesting pick. I don't know too much about the guy, Denny, from Israel. Um, I'd like to believe that was a good pick. I mean, he's a sharpshooter. They repaid Bertans and brought him back. But now you got issues now with John Wall and, you know, there were leaked trade rumors about trading him for Westbrook. Now he's actually requested a trade out of the place. Like, it's just a lot going on in the Wizards right now. Like, you just, it's it's a lot of uncertainty there. So that was kind of disconcerting, I think. But some of these other teams, you can see they're really building something. You know, you saw... Like, for example, the Hawks. 
are, it looks like they're really trying to build. You know, they signed Rajon Rondo this week. You know, give Trey Young some competent backups. You know, um, you saw Phoenix is trying to build something. They traded for Chris Paul. Now they signed Jay Crowder. You know, and you add to what they were building on in the bubble last year, even though they traded Kelly Oubre away, but now he's in Golden State. It's it's a lot it's a lot of movement in the NBA draft, you know. But I think one of the biggest notes that come out of the NBA this week is the fact that, you know, the Warriors will for the second year in a row be without Klay Thompson. He tore his Achilles for the second season in a row. So he's gonna miss the entire year, which is unfortunate because He's likely not going to be the same player when he comes back. And we obviously know how great of a player he's been over the years and how crucial he is. You know, Golden State trying to make their way back into NBA contention. It's going to be really hard and even hard. It was going to be hard enough with him. It's going to be even harder without him. So we're going to, it remains to be seen what, what the Warriors do now that Clay is gone. I mean, Steph is returning, Draymond's returning, they add Kelly Oubre, you just drafted James Wiseman. They have some pieces, but it's going to be hard to replicate the success of Clay Thompson, regardless of who they sign or who they draft. So that'll be something to watch out for, for sure. I think, you know. And then something else to keep watch of is in Houston. I mean, both of their superstars or I guess superstar and Harden and the star and Westbrook both want out. You know, it's a lot of craziness going on there. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with the two of them, especially Westbrook. There were rumors that he was going to get traded to Washington for John Wall. So that's something to watch out for. For everybody involved, you know, so we shall see. But some other things I know the defending champion Lakers they lost one big man in Dwight Howard and then they added a huge piece in the sixth man of the year Montrez Harrell to 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 add to that rotation so that's going to be even with the pieces they've lost they still look like they're ready to relock and reload or re-up and reload so you know you just got to keep watching them and just the things they're doing so it should be interesting, to say the least. You know, so to move on, I guess, over to the NFL. You know, this past week was another interesting week. You know, the Washington football team, at this point, just things are up in the air. Alex Smith, for the first time in almost a year, was the full-time starter. And he played fairly well. I mean, they started off slow against Detroit, but then he, they rebounded and scored, I think, something like 24 unanswered points. But they still, a costly penalty on Chase Young near the end, and it cost them the game because they ended up losing on like a 58-yard field goal or some craziness like that. And it's like, you know, it seems like it's always something. But I like to see the... I like to look at some of the positives. This team definitely has something. They're more competitive than they were last year, but it still is a hot mess. Like, it's still a hot mess. And it's, you know, this is supposed to be a very crucial stretch in their season and a bunch of very winnable games 
you know, this upcoming week is against Cincy, you know, for example. And then the week after they played Dallas on Thanksgiving Day, you know, so they have some win- these are supposed to be games they're supposed to be winning before they hit a really rough stretch with Seattle, Pittsburgh, San Fran, you know, so and the, and losing costly games like that is not going to help their case in what is still even at this present juncture are still very wide open NFC East. And for them to lo- keep losing games like this, I mean, I didn't think they were going to win the NFC East anyway, but they're really not helping them their case right now. And then I'm just wondering, there have been a lot of rumors about, you know, the future. People saying Dwayne Haskins could come back this year, especially with Kyle Allen out for the year now. And if they lose out of contention, that he could come back and play. But I'm just like, yo, at this point, they need to move on from him. I think they've ruined him, I think, to the point that there's no way he can return from this. I just don't see how he returns from this, you know? This is a volatile situation. And plus, Alex Smith is 36, 37 years old. There is people saying he's the future. If if it's not beyond next year, keep it on the playground, essentially. Like, there's no way he could be the future at 37 years old. Like, at this point, he should just serve as a mentor to whoever the next quarterback should be, whether it's Dwayne Haskins or whether it's somebody else, you know. Like, it's just a lot of mess. I mean, New Year, same old Washington. <laughs> like, you know, but maybe they get some things together. Maybe they eventually pick up a win sometime in the next two weeks. We'll see. You know, they got a lot of things on the table. So we shall see what the football team does. But, I mean, elsewhere around the league, you know, Seattle hit a rough patch. You know, they were having a lot of really rough, bad games. Russell, in particular, was having some bad games. You know, I think that MVP train that he was on, has slowed down dramatically even with a big win Thursday night against Arizona it's just like you know Seattle's got to get it together that defense is horrible it's putrid you know and I think on the offensive end Russ has had way too many bad games that he's put together he's throwing turning the ball over at an alarming rate and you know it was costing his team against uh against LA, against Buffalo. These are some good teams he's losing to. So that was kind of concerning, but it was good to see he did turn it around against Arizona and a very crucial game against Arizona because they beat them the first time the two played and now Arizona with Seattle winning, they own the tiebreaker in what is another wide open division in the NFC West because every team in that division is undefeated. It's crazy. You know, so, and you know, I guess around the league, the Saints find themselves in a very dangerous situation at the quarterback position because Drew Brees is really hurting right now. He has a severe case of fractured ribs, a number of multiple fractures in his ribs. And at the 40, one of the two oldest quarterbacks in the NFL to have an injury like this, and he's going to be on IR and he's going to miss some time. And now it's like, you know, there were, everybody expected Jameis to kind of take his place, but now the Saints are are making Taysom Hill the starter. And then there were reports that 
players on the team actually wanted Jameis to be the starter. Like it's 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 a lot going on down in the Big Easy right now, and it's kind of concerning to say the least because this is supposed to be like the last hoorah for them before Drew retires and just a lot. So like they have to get this thing together ASAP because it could get really dicey if they don't figure it out, not even just this week coming up, but just in the weeks to come because, you know, they're, it's entering a crucial stretch of the season with division races getting tighter and people starting to find their strides and, and things like that. So you you don't want to have these type of problems this late into the year. And so that's something that they got to be careful with and to watch out for, you know, and not just them, people around the league, but it, I mean, but it's a lot coming out of there, so... Something to just be vigilant and watchful of, you know. But, you know, elsewhere around the league, some other teams that kind of need to wake up. I I feel like Baltimore is in a precarious stretch where they're doing well, but it just feels like the sky is kind of falling over or like things are kind of they're on thin ice, should we say. Like, you know, they lost a very ugly game to the New England Patriots on the road and there have been rumblings about the offense even before that week came up and then that was a bad loss I mean they have to get it together because people are there are questions about Lamar now which is ridiculous considering he's coming off of an MVP season but there are questions about will he ever truly develop as a passer but I mean their injuries are mounting up to their to some of their best players like, it's a lot going on in Baltimore that they got to figure out quickly, especially because they don't want to lose ground in a division in which Pittsburgh is undefeated and still hasn't even really felt like they've hit their stride yet while being undefeated. Like, you know, so they got and they still got to play them again coming up like it's a very crucial race coming up in the in the AFC North in particular. You know, so they, they want to figure that out quick. You know, and then. I guess the biggest win of the NFL last week, DeAndre Hopkins, if it's not clear, if it wasn't clear before that amazing catch he had against Buffalo, it should be pretty clear now that he is by far and away the best wide receiver in the National Football League, and he has been for a number of years. And that catch only certified it. I mean, this dude is incredible, and I'm still angry at Bill O'Brien for robbing the Texans and Deshaun Deshaun Watson in particular of a generational talent for almost nothing, letting him walk out for almost nothing. And it's ridiculous because Arizona is loving this. This dude is incredible. I mean, I can't say enough good things about him. But, you know, that was a big win for Arizona to keep pace in the division. Obviously, the loss to Seattle a couple of days later hurt, but that was a huge win for them. And it may help them down the road because they beat Buffalo while Seattle lost to him. So, like, if it comes down to a tiebreaker, I mean, think depending on a lot of things, that could help Arizona down the stretch. So, I mean, that win was huge for a number of reasons. But obviously, DeAndre Hopkins is that dude. <laughs> like, he's just that dude. It's just no other way to put it, really. You know, to be honest, it's just really no other way to explain it. But I guess to move on, though, um, to the college rankings again. College football, I mean, it's just no other way to talk about the fact that it shouldn't be going on. I mean, we had another 
notable list of games canceled. Maryland for the second week in a row wasn't able to play because of COVID. Now their head coach, Mike Loxley, was announced tested positive recently. Like, I mean, it's getting ugly. Like the Big Ten, and it's a little frustrating because the Big Ten essentially strong-armed everybody to make them be able to come back. You know, you had people just begging and pleading. You had parents protesting outside of the commissioner's office. You had Scott Frost and all of his audacity to threaten to leave and to become independent of the Big Ten and play elsewhere. Which is even funnier considering how terrible his team has been since the since his comeback. I mean, you were making all that noise and your team is horrible. Like, I mean, this is a horrible look for the NCAA and that this season has continued to go on in spite. I mean, at least in the NFL, you know, you're getting paid. You're, you're paying these dudes. The NCAA, this is shameful to watch week in and week out. Like, this is a sham of a football season, and it's only continuing to get worse. And I don't understand how there is even a playoff this year because – it's fraudulent. Like, this would be a fraudulent champion because a lot of teams aren't playing. Ohio State is essentially going to get in while playing half of the number of games that some of these mid-majors have played that have started since the first week. It's just, it's ridiculous. Like, this is just a hot mess. And, like, week in and week out, we're continuing to see that money is the root of everything and that people are just they're putting profit over people's lives like young men old men like just people just continue to be a mess and now we're seeing the college basketball season is potentially derailed like it's just a mess right now for real but yeah it'll be interesting i mean not interesting at this point we know what we're getting like I, it's, it's been hard to even watch college football this year because the product has just been so poor even with as many good players as there has been obviously the product overall has just not been great and it's because of COVID and because of a number of other things and it's just a mess and I don't get how the playoff will even be doable and accurate this year like I mean I'm not even really focused on it this year as as much as I've been on some previous years like it just hasn't been good overall and it's been a mess obviously with the handling of COVID and it's been a lot of lies that were told I think to even get the season started because people were saying you remember but before the season everybody swore up and down like college coaches you know obviously they had their agendas at hand but college coaches swore oh you know that players would be much safer on their campuses than being at home where they could be exposed to more people and we found out obviously that's a blatant lie because a lot of these especially like Clemson and stuff that have had just it's been a cesspool in a lot of these places then they said that they could keep it safe and you get some of these places especially in some of these sec countries where the fans are essentially i mean people aren't wearing masks the so-called social distancing really is barely distancing at all it's a lot of people in there just bunched up next to each other people aren't wearing masks and then notre dame had that really bizarre storming of the field in the middle of a pandemic i mean it's just been it's been for lack of a better term a shit show like it's been it's been horrible like it's 
it, it it's really like disturbing to see just how far they're gonna like what is it gonna take for people like is it gonna take somebody dying for everything to shut down or will they still continue as normal like because it's like this is i mean it's thank god that nothing major has happened to anybody because it could get really bad really ugly really quick and especially with the weather changing and then you throw flu season on top of everything else like this could be a free-for-all like a free fall coming like i just hope that things don't get really bad because this has been a clinic in mishandling of a lot of stuff you know and it's been and it's actually really sad to watch if we're being honest but i mean i guess that's just the world we live in unfortunately and money over profit i mean profit over people it's just kind of the thing i guess but they they they're gonna keep trying along as it looks and until something serious happens i guess that's where we're at i guess you know but i guess that's kind of all i have for this week you know another huge slate of games coming up and we're obviously gonna have more to talk about in the in the weeks to come with the nfl getting into overdrive and with the NBA getting ready to start back up soon and I guess to end it off I just want to say happy holidays to everybody out there we wish you all a great Thanksgiving and we will see you next week here on the Sports Fix with the Sports Pros. This has been Devin Ashby and we'll see you next week.